Look, it's a strange feeling to return back to a place that feels too familiar. At first, the flood of memories begins to wash over us, with every ounce of nostalgia coming back all at once. Yet our life experiences since those former moments have molded us in ways that we couldn't expect. In today's episode, I reviewed an album from one of my favorite bands that returns with a new album that feels quite familiar, but with a refined sense of identity that further colors the future of their music. I'm your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue. Welcome back, cuties, to another episode of That's My Cue, your one-stop podcast to get the latest reviews in all things TV shows, movies, albums, and games. As always, I'm your nervous host, Christian Ong, and I'm nervous mainly because next week is my bachelor party. I have no idea what's going to go on, guys. I know that Wes the Slayer and also the other homies are uh, in full preparation knowing what the itinerary is going to be as we embark to our destination over in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'd like to think that we're going to be doing a live recording of either podcasts, whether if it's Butt Speaks or uh, That's My Cue. But with that being said, I have no idea what the boys have planned. But at the end of the day, I'm just happy to hang out with the boys, whether or not if we're just going to be you know, going to the golfing range or maybe the batting cage. I have no idea. What, what, what do you guys do in Arizona? Grand Canyon? Is that kind of the thing that you guys do i don't know do you guys raise arizona i have no idea but regardless i am excited to see everyone i feel like i haven't seen a lot of the homies in person in a long time i think because of the pandemic it's been kind of hard to get everyone in the same room together and i'm excited to see you know a lot of my homies uh i feel like i feel like i'm getting nervous that i'm saying the word homies too much but i am excited to see all the homies just hang out and congregate together for the first time because i think you know um some of my friends have met each other at all so um this is going to be kind of a interesting experience but with that being said i'm going to be kind of uh double teaming these episodes pretty soon so uh, i'm going to let you know at the end of this episode what i'm going to be reviewing next and if you can submit an early review for it that would be great So that way I could have a a, a nice, beefy listener review segment. But today we're going to be talking about one of uh, of my albums, or not my album per uh, per se, but an album that I've been looking forward to for quite a while, ever since it was announced at the end of the year. And let's go ahead and jump right into it. Today we're going to be talking about Paramore's latest album, This Is Why. Released on February, February 10th, Marking their sixth studio album, Paramore's latest record finds themselves tapping back into their pop-punk roots, but with a far more mature and refined sound. While this is a welcome return to form, the notion is kind of hard to shake off when most of the tracklist tends to play it a little safe to the best within its writing and themes compared to their 2017 uh, LP, After Laughter, which delved into more of the complexities of mental health juxtaposed against a stellar new wave sound inspired by a set of songs that embodied a forward momentum in Paramore's music. This time around, this is why it feels less like a retread of old material per se, but rather dipping into post-punk compositions that more or less evokes some of the weaker tracks on more memorable albums like Riot or their self-titled album. Still, Haley Williams fires off on all cylinders, as she always does in the past, often a reliable vocal performer that remains unmatched with the passion and vigor in her singing. 
As far as runtime goes, I would say that this is why it's tightly kept to a close 35 minutes, with its opening half of tracks acting as an energetic inter introduction that kinetically moves into the LP's stronger second half, with songs like Big Man, Lil Dignity, and You First as excellent transitions uh, compared to the weaker and occasionally obnoxious tracks like Say Kum Sa. Williams' vocals are always typically very expressive, and with tender melodies found in songs like uh, Liar, we get a better glimpse into the lead singer's more contemplative facets that bears a bit of a bittersweetness that reveals an underlying strength in her storytelling. In fact, when we're talking about songs like Liar, this gradual buildup within its instrumentation along with Williams' subtle melodic crescendos within its chorus, it all evokes an honest and heartbreaking ambiance that really speaks to the appeal of the band's best efforts. This is why isn't Paramore's as strong as outing. But if I had to be honest, it is definitely not a weaker entry in their catalog of music at all. It bears the hallmark of what makes their stamp on the punk rock genre so endearing, but it lacks the typical boldness and evolution of their sensibilities to truly carry it to the top. And I'm going to have to give this album a 7 out of 10. And you can listen to this wherever you like to listen to your music. But let's go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll dive into some things that I'm currently into. Don't touch that dial. This is why you're listening to this show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Today on our program, we talked all about the latest Paramore album, This Is Why. But no need to start a riot, because with brand new eyes, we're going to go ahead and dive into some things that I'm currently into. First off, we have Still Alice, which is a Julianne Moore-led film that we watched in our movie night group. And by we, I'm not talking about the royal we, I'm talking about Kate and I and the homies, which I feel like at this point I've said a little too much on this episode. But... Uh, yeah, we watched Still Alice, and it was surprisingly uh, a very tear-breaking, I mean, heartbreaking movie. I, I did not know it was going to be a, a movie about uh, Alzheimer's, and I just feel like it is a very scary disease to talk about in general and to kind of have it as a very character-driven movie with some great performances from Julianne Moore and Kristen Stewart. I think it is a phenomenal drama, but uh, at the same time, you know, I feel like it, it, it kind of rushes through a lot of things um, uh, that happens throughout the movie. I, I, like, I, I kind of feel, you know, like there's a whiplash of how fast time goes. And, um, you know, it, it, it kind of feels like the movie would have worked better if it kind of focused on a more uh, singular point in time in which the disease is kind of um, affecting her day-to-day -day life rather than a course of what feels like, I don't know, like, a few years I don't know it's kind of hard to tell but when they're talking about like oh yeah this happened like many weeks ago I'm like what I mean I know it's supposed to be jarring for us the audience too and for Alice in her perspective but at the same time you know it, it kind of feels like we're just jumping the gun in a, a lot of the events that transpire but I don't know uh, but you should check it out. That is on Netflix. Up next on my list, we have Noah Khan. Um, I am a big fan of like you know indie pop you know music as well as as like folk music in general. And I feel like Noah Khan kind of scratches that itch for me. You know, I discovered his music ever since the uh, Outside Lands Music Festival lineup was announced just pretty recently. And typically, that's a festival that Kate and I like to go to with our friends and. 
it's it's kind of a bummer that we don't get to see him because ever since that Kate introduced me to his song Orange Juice, I've just been kind of listening to a lot of his discography from back to front as of late. And his music is phenomenal. It's it's very great writing, and I think that his vocal qualities. I had to look it up to see if it was true, but I thought he was the lead singer for Young the Giant, which is not true at all. But if you like Young the Giant's music, you're gonna like Noah Khan's music as well. But yeah, I, I would recommend that you check out his uh, most recent album, Stick Season. I don't know. I'm, I'm debating if I should do like a, a dedicated TMQ episode for it, but we'll see. I don't know. But uh, I, I think it's, it's important music to have uh, in your back pocket just because I think it has a bit of a uh, honest quality to it that is also very sweet and gentle as well. I don't know. I, I, I'm really vibing with his style of writing. But finally on my currently list, we have the Apple TV Plus exclusive uh, television series, Shrinking. Now, this is created by Jason Siegel and also uh, Brett... Go- uh, is it Brett Goldstein? Let me double check. Google Activate. Brett Goldstein. Let's see. Yeah, Brett Goldstein from... Uh, uh, Ted Lasso, and also the creator of Ted Lasso as well. So, uh, if you like Ted Lasso's writing, you're going to like Shrinking's writing as well, because it's pretty similar in which everyone, you kind of have this, like, core group of cast members that are all very, you know, um, sweet to one another, but at the same time, there's, like, a nice underlying drama that threads itself through the comedy as well the comedy is actually really well done and i think that harrison uh, ford is fantastic in the show i feel like he's having a ton of fun which is what i've seen a lot of other reviewers mention as well and i definitely agree i think harrison ford is such a you know good comedic actor and he, his timing is uh, as this like curm- uh, blah, i can't even talk right now as this curmudgeon type character is just excellently done, and I think that uh, Jason Siegel is also uh, very funny and on brand for you know his previous performances as this kind of aloof kind of guy. But I think everyone else in the supporting cast really rounds itself out as uh, great supporting cast members as well, and I am excited to see the finale for this, so I definitely will do a TMQ episode once the season wraps up. And I can't wait to talk about it. And also, Ted Lasso is kicking up pretty soon. Uh, I think actually, yeah, he is, it, season three is kicking up pretty soon. And I know The Mandalorian also uh, just started as well. So I have a lot of TV to catch up with, which is great because it gives me more material for TMQ episodes. But I'm excited. So what's on your list? Let me know what you're checking out. And I feel like, you know, I'm surprised with how well the SZA album has uh, been performing, at least in terms of numbers for you know, TMQ episodes, because that's I, I didn't expect that to be the most listened to episode, but if you want me to review more albums, or if there's anything that you want me to talk about, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at That's My Q Podcast, or on Twitter at Q Podcast. You can, of course, send your suggestions also to my, uh, you know, podcast email address at That's My Q Podcast at gmail.com, where you can send in all sorts of different suggestions on what I should review next. Maybe if you want to submit a late listener review, I'd be happy to take those and read that in a future episode as well. 
But speaking of which, I haven't done this in a while, but I do check it routinely. Be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. All this helps boost attention for the show. And maybe, you know, share it with a friend. But if you do leave a review, I do want to read those a little more frequently on air as well. So, uh, you know, any kind words that you have to say like, oh, wow, Christian, your breath smells great. Even though I'm talking to you in your car or on your headphones right now or maybe on some sort of like speaker. But... With that being said, uh, you know, of course you can't smell my breath, but, you know, if you leave that comment, I'll know that you listen to this specific episode. And, you know, I gotta thank J1K for the use of their music, Captured Soul from the School Days B-Tape. All this you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Next week's episode, uh, I know I haven't had time to watch it, but I finally did, and I can't wait to talk about it with you. Uh, Next week, we're gonna go ahead and... Uh, you know, get, uh, shrink down and get to the nitty-gritty of it as we talk all about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. As always, i got to leave you off with a quote, and this quote comes from one of the choruses of uh, uh, the songs in this album for this week, and it goes a little bit like this. And once again, not the musical episode, but here we go. Everyone is a bad guy, and there's no way, no way to know Who's the worst? Karma's gonna come for all of us. And I hope, well, I hope, I I just hope she comes, comes for you first. Once again, I've been your host, Christian Ong, and that's my cue.